0: Look, we just want to chip. I don't know another city doing this. Piss was hitting shots. Shots, shots. Price was pitching lights out, now we hit the top, top. We the champs doing damage, we the Boston Red Sox. All right, good morning and welcome to another episode, episode three of the Red Sox Nation Illinois Charter, the Illinois Charter. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea. All right, so news today, um, our news this week, Dustin Bedroia, Um, well, Dustin Bedroya had a setback in his injury today. We'll get into that and then... Uh, her chilling didn't get back and didn't get into the Hall of Fame. And then a trade happened, but it's like a minor trade, sorta. Of. Stuff like that. And uh new, Water Nunez found a new home. So we'll get into that. Alright. So Dustin Madroya had a setback earlier this week on Tuesday in his recovery to get back for 2020. So don't know what that means for that. Um I real feel I feel like um I don't know my maybe this might be a setback too maybe he might not come back next year. I'm not really sure. But I mean seriously the guy if the guy can still play and I read an article by uh Barstool's Jared lap last, last night talk, talking about this and basically just saying that yeah if the guy wants to play, the guy wants to play, if he's doing all he can to make sure that he can get back for 2020, who are we to decide whether he should retire or not? Yeah, I'm I'm mad at Red Sox fans for thinking that they're going to throw him under the bus saying, like, he should retire. Good riddance. He's not a team player. Let's get into that. The reason people he, he get called uh, – or people call him not a team player because back in 2017, during the whole May Machado fam- – him and May Machado, during the Orioles series – um. I think it was the final game. We were going to win, and then Red Sox side to – or uh, it was the incident where Matt Barnes and uh, Plunked uh, May Machado. That's where I got thrown out to. And uh, Machado is looking over at the dugout, and Bajora saying, it wasn't me. I didn't tell him to do that. And that's where he gets that uh, – well, actually, if you go, like, talk to some of these guys, they actually say he is a clubhouse dude. What happened there was that's – that wasn't the real him. I mean, seriously. So, and he was trying to say it wasn't him. It was yeah, basically, I heard it was actually the coaching staff that actually told them to do that. Yeah, the coaching staff and the manager John Farrell. cheese. Looking back on, uh, I mean, probably that's why twenty seventeen wasn't even that good of a year because our coaching staff sucked. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I mean, seriously. He is a team player, and who should we decide to decide when he should call it? I mean, seriously, he's got a contract up till. let's look this up, baseball reference. Baseball reference. Yeah. Here we are. Contracts. Go. Here we are. Salaries. Cap. All right. Let's see if Yeah, he's got a contract until, oh, 2021. Okay, never mind. He's not, yeah. But still, yeah, I mean, still, I mean, he should be able to get his own, yeah, be able to, yeah. Yeah, so let's see. Six years, 85 mil. So, yeah, he should probably, yeah. Yeah. If he want yeah, basically if he wants to play until then, I mean, seriously, who do we decide to, because, yeah, if he wants to put the work and effort to it. So all power to him, all power to the guy. Who should we decide whether he needs to call it a career or not? Especially if he's still under contract until twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. So yeah. Um Carabas did mention in his article too that um he is kinda a little concerned about the mental side of Dustin Badroy a little bit too. That maybe this is kinda dragging on too and like and stuff like that, and like he was talking about how to um when he got first got hurt in t- two thousand ten, um, he was yeah, basically like taking uh grounders on his knees and like taking a uh, batting practice while kneeling on a chair. So like he'll be able to still work out and still like, yeah. So <laughs> he is a little worried about that, like maybe that might have played into the fact why he still like hasn't really played as much as like nine games and stuff like that. All right. But Droy has brought so much to the Red Sox. I mean, let's see. He won Rookie of the Year, an MVP award in 2008. Two, well, three World Series titles, If because he kind of was part of 2018. He was part of 2018. Four time All Star, four time Gold Glove winner, a Silver Slugger, and a Wilson Overall Defensive Player of the Year. Seriously. At least his number is going to retire, be retired by the Red Sox and maybe get into the Red Sox Hall of Fame. Baseball Hall of Fame? Maybe. I, the war part of his career maybe might be like a 50. It's, yeah, 51.7. And yeah, they were saying on Section 10 too that that might affect him getting to the Hall of Fame for like, well, for infielders like him and stuff like that. At least a Red Sox Hall of Fame. I mean, God, he's basically one of the franchise players. Why do we need to cast him aside like this? It's like trying to tell me that David Ortiz needs to retire quickly. Yeah, stuff like that, even though he was getting old. So, still, seriously. Can't, I put him on the Mount Rushmore favorite players growing up, or my time being alive, probably Pedro Martinez, David Ortiz, Dustin Pedroia, and Mookie Betts. Depending on, yeah, how, yeah, his career. But, yeah, so pretty much, yeah. That's my Mount Rushmore of Red Sox. Yeah. Hmm. That's a weird sound my washing machine is was making. I oh, that's normal. <sighs> all right. You know who the real villain, like the reason why, who should get all the blame for making it so Pedroia had these whole entire injuries too? It should be May, my child What a scumbag! F him. Boo that man. Ooh. That's normal. All right. Arrow uh, up to the another agenda in our uh, show. Kurt um, Schilling once again did not get into the Hall of Fame. Unfortunately, he did not. Yeah. And let's see what, how much percentage wise he got in his voting. Let's see, let's see. So seventy percent. So he is climbing back up, possibly maybe next year or the following year. He does have two more tries, though. So, like, if he doesn't make those two, then, yeah, he's not possibly giving it. If the only way he would have to get in is through the Veterans Committee, and they're a little picky, too. It stinks. It really stinks. And the reason why they're not voting him because of his pro-Trump stuff. Now this is not a political podcast. I'm not trying to make a political podcast, even though I am a registered Republican too. So, um, but still, I'm in. Yeah, and I think it's kind of BS that they're not letting him in because of his tweets. That actually, he is entitled to have because he is an American citizen and uh, he is guaranteed freedom of speech. I don't see how hateful those tweets were. I don't know. That's just we're not going to get into. It. I mean, but you're going to deny him. The Hall of Fame. A place where he deserves to be in. He has the career numbers. He does. Seriously. He has the career resume to get into the Hall of Fame. And you're going to deny him entrance because of his pro-Trump tweets? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, seriously. I thought this was the baseball Hall of Fame. Not the... pro. Whether you're a pro-Donald Trump or an anti-Donald Trump Hall of Fame. If he get Yeah, seriously blows my mind. Seriously, this is why baseball writers should not be allowed to vote these people in. Guys who have really have never played a day of baseball in their lives and they are deciding who should get in and who should get not be in. Because they have a beef with that particular player. That's why it should be voted on by the actual players and peers and their peers. Because they actually know because they actually have played the game of baseball. Not with these pencil-pushing nerds. Pencil-pushing nerds. I'll have you know. (laughs) I'll have you know. Yeah, let me shove you into my lockers. It's like we did in high school. And we didn't really do that in high school. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, seriously. So, I mean, it's here. Yeah, I mean, looking at some of these Hall of Fame ballots... They only picked two people. And some of these people don't even deserve to be in the Hall of Fame at all. I mean, they were good players, but really are not good at Hall of Fame. Seriously, we are considering letting Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. We won't take the time to let Roger Clemens in, the guy who actually did it right and actually has a Hall of Fame career numbers. (laughs) Blows my mind. does. Yeah. Uh, see. So other news. Travis Lakin is going to the Cubs, my favorite NL team. Um, so anyway, they're going to the Cubs, he's going to the Cubs, and we are getting back a player to be named, which is probably gonna be a minor league player, but yeah. Oh, and also Mookie Betts rumors have now surfaced again. Trade rumors. And this time, it's involving the San Diego Padres, San Diego, which in German means a whale's vagina. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, we'll put that. Yeah. I'm sorry, I made that joke. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Forget I said that. All right. San Diego. is, <laughs> Yeah, so the San Diego Padres, so... Possibly a trade that could possibly happen is uh, we trade bets for uh, Will Myers. Remember, Will Myers? Yeah, he used to play for the Rays. Now he's with the Padres. Trade for him and then get a couple of top prospects or turn. I don't know. These are just rumors for now. These are just rumors. it's not poss- It could possibly not come through, too. So, at least. So. But this has been this offseason, too, For oh, we're going to trade Mookie Betts. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. No, we're not. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, seriously, you say, I mean, I love Mookie Betts, too, but if you're, I mean, you can't flip back and forth for, like, are you going to keep the guy or are you going to trade him? I mean, I would like to see him stay. I would like to see him stay for one more year, even though this pro- that will probably be his last year because. He's probably going to want to go sign that big deal with another team, and we're not going to give, be able to give him that contract because we're trying to cut payroll. Because we need that money for Liverpool soccer. Oh, geez. <laughs> Jeez, I'm glad that the owners have done something about saving Fenway Park and stuff like that. But at the same time, John Henry, Tom Warner, well. Larry Lucchino was part of that. But now Sam Kennedy, I mean, seriously, now if we keep doing seasons like this where, like, we win one championship one year and then the rest of the five years we just basically stink up the joint, basically, then I don't know. I really don't know. Seriously. Give the man a contract. He is your franchise player. Give him a contract. And so what if we go over – Luxury tax. I mean, what is the penalty of going over a luxury tax? What is What would be the penalty if we go over this luxury tax? We just lose money? I, I don't know. I'm, uh. So, Eduardo Nunez, who got released by the Red Sox earlier last year, has now been picked up by somebody. And it's the same team that Rick Porcello signed this offseason, so it's the New York Mets. We don't know the details of the contract, but he did get picked up by them and is going to be playing for them. So good for him. Good for noontime. Good for new time. Yeah, good for him. They just now still uh, playing. Good for him. All right. All right. I kind of like Mets fans a little bit. They're kind of our good fans. I mean, yes, they're from New York, but there is one thing us and them have a lot in common. If you heard that, that was them saying Yankees suck. (laughs) Because yeah, there is a huge rivalry between the Yankees and the Mets too. Because uh, basically they're that uh, inner city kind of rivalry too, that crosstown rival, stuff like that. Because, yeah, it's kind of like what the Cubs and the White Sox are here in Illinois and the Dodgers and Angels here. Yeah, basically, yeah, the Yankees are kind of like the big time team or big time team in the town and basically get all the attention and stuff like that. And the Mets really just, yeah, are kind of the back horn. Just kind of what the Cubs are with the Cubs. Being that big time team in Chicago and the White Sox being that doormat team, and the same with the Dodgers being the big time team and the Angels being the doormat team, but yeah. So, feel like anything else? Yeah, great episode so far. So, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Oh, oh, oh! We forgot. Yes, um, we. Excuse me. All right, we'll redo that, but um, we'll redo the burp. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, We have now gone on to Twitter. We have finally joined social media, and now we have our own Twitter page. So let me tell you the username of the show. It is at capital S Socks capital I Illinois. So we'll put. So we'll have that in the details of the episode too. All right. So anything else? Speak now or forever hold your peace. I think we're good. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five star review if you can. Really will help us out a lot. If you do. Um, follow the show on Twitter at Capital Socks, Capital I Illinois, and uh, follow the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast from. Doesn't matter to us. So long as we get listeners. All right, I feel like that about do it. See you guys next Sunday, Banyana. Tell your story I'm gonna tell you